Hello and welcome to Room Escape Divas, your podcast on everything escape rooms. We're super excited today because we have Babs here. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> Yeah, I guess I should, right? Yeah. Well, we talk about Babs all the time. I, 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 People I, I, out there probably don't know who Babs give is. Give it a try, Errol. <laughs> I won't judge. Too much. Uh, um, okay. Uh, uh, Barbara, um, what's your last name? Bergeron? Oui, but you're just missing the in-between, but that's great. There's something in-between? Yeah, it's Barbara Audrey. Oh, Audrey. Oh, that's right. You're a hyphenated name, right? Yes. I can only exist. There was too many syllables in there. But you did great. <laughs> Congrats. She's being nice. Anyway, sorry, I'll get the mic to Manpans. We so- sadly don't have all mics. Speaking of which, by the way, do you want to introduce yourself, Errol? Oh, yeah. My name is Errol. I'm Amanda. I'm Ruby. I'm Mike. Uh, and Ruby's here! And Ruby's Hello, here. Hello, Ruby. We, we weren't expecting Hi. her. We're so excited to have Babs here today. If you've heard our many, many talks on our events and our trade events, Babs has been one of our rocks as far as actors go. Oh, Errol's asking for the bike. And we also have the children here as well. <laughs> yes, we have. So the, the children who were actually involved in the train event all came over today to play cards and torture each other, I guess, playing cards. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, nice. oh, they went to Wonderland. Okay. And so they just happened to be here on the same day. So it's like a big train reunion right now. Woohoo! It's great. Choo-choo! They're all like so much taller now. It's been two years. Holy so God. I guess this is kind of a shared trauma therapy session about the train. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, not at all. So we are here today with Babs because not only has she acted in our events, but she was an actor in an escape room, a brick and mortar escape room for how long, Babs? I worked there for a year and almost a half. Nice. So we're here to ask to to ask her about her experiences with acting. Are we not allowed to ask her where she worked? I was wondering that. <laughs> I was wondering that too preparing. I was like, what should I am I allowed to? You're allowed to. It depends if you signed an NDA of any sort. So it's up to you. It's not up to us, really. Like the the experiences that you describe you know, don't describe any plot points of the games. Yes, I won't. And maybe it's, I, I, I have no idea what I sign or not. So maybe <laughs> no, I'll, no. Uh, to, to speak freely, I'll probably better not mention where I worked. Yeah. And okay. <laughs> oh, then we can hear all the drama. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't mention where, but, but Babs, yeah, worked there. So you worked there for, for a year and a bit. It happened after one of our events, I believe. Uh, yes, actually, it's thanks to one of your events. Do you, you remember the speakeasy one? Yes. Uh, I think that was the first one you uh, threw. It was so much fun. And there was uh, one of the author of the escape game I was going to work for was there as a research, I guess. Yeah. And uh, he asked you if uh, any of your actors would be interested in working for them. Yes, that's right. I do remember that. He he kind of asked a few of our actors, actually, and then you were one of the ones that actually said yes. Woo! Yes, they, they asked for a demo, uh, not a demo, but a um, self-tape. Yes. So I had to uh, self-tape myself saying, saying part of a scene and improvising. <laughs> oh, wow. So before before we go any further, Errol's like 
jonesing for the mic right now why don't you i'm gonna backtrack how about you explain a bit about yourself um you know how you came to toronto your acting history that kind of thing so because you don't do acting full-time right now right uh like most actors i would love to and like <laughs> most actors i end up having another job to help me out so yeah for, you were asking me how come i ended up in toronto because yeah. may maybe some of the people listening right now don't realize but <laughs> apparently i i have a slight accent it's a rumor that going around um i i don't believe all the rumors but uh i do i I, I did live uh, in Quebec City and Montreal before coming to Toronto. Um, to be honest with you, I was not really interested in coming over. <laughs> um, people in the uh, last place I lived was Montreal and we kind of look at the English Canada in a different way, maybe. <laughs> and uh, so... The, the the thing is, there was a very, very handsome, tall, blue-eyed guy who moved to Toronto and I was crazy in love with him <laughs> and to a point where uh my at the time also although i've been acting for as long as i remember mm -hmm. even when i was a kid i would act in front of my teddy bears um my career at the time was archaeologist so mm -hmm. i i was set for life i had my job i had everything there wait, wait you were an archaeologist yeah, you didn't know that? did i know that no i didn't know that wow that's kind of cool it's very cool. Oh man, you were and so that's what you did, and you left archaeology for a guy. Yes, that's what my uh, manager was. <laughs> she she was like a strong, the, the most important archaeologist in Quebec. She was strong, and she like didn't understand why I would actually move for a guy. But I was so in love. Like, yeah, no, that's okay. I, I sorry, I don't mean <sighs> to like tease you for being in love. In fact, this is like you know, there's. Also, so, all sorts of tea being spilled right now. It's so exciting, but it's just, you know, we can hear. <laughs> My daughter hates it when I try to use her slang. Anyway, oh, so it's... slang? I, th I was looking for the tea being spilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that slang. Anyway, no, that's kind of cool. You're an archaeologist. Wow. We should have you, like, talk about that, except it's an escape room podcast. <laughs> Oh. So you were an archaeologist. You you still have a day job. You do the the escape room thing, or I have all you do archaeology. <laughs> no, she she lent me books uh, actually to because I was interested in archaeology, and then she's like, "Look, I have all these books on it, <laughs> on soil and everything." But you one of so one of the things that makes you uniquely good for escape rooms is your improv work. Yes, Babs is That's a wonderful imp improver. She has saved me on stage when I've forgotten my lines, <laughs> and she also is is very very good at at thinking up situations on the spot. So when we first hired our actors, we Babs was a natural choice because we knew she could handle the many many things she would be thrown like that would be thrown at her by other by the players and had i known you were an archaeologist <laughs> we would have given you a part that involved archaeology <laughs> that would have been amazing you know we could have wrote it in that people could question if scott if scott nicholson came by and started asking hard questions about archaeology it would have been set it would have been brilliant <laughs> Oh, it's not too late. You could do a new That's true. escape we game we could, to we do could, with archaeology. We could set it in Egypt. <laughs> Ontario's Egypt. Egypt, you know, Ontario. Ontario has archaeological sites. 
<laughs> Those sound fun. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's probably all sorts of fun things. They're digging up the St. Lawrence Market right now, actually. So I just keep watching the site. Anyway. Fine. We're talking about <laughs> escape rooms. So after our yes. event, so you mentioned you had to do like a, a self-tape as yes. well. So after the self-tape, what was the hiring process like? Basically, they told me, okay, send uh, every everything you need to get the, like a void check and everything. I was hired by the self-tape. Wow. Technically, oh, yeah. Loved you. Yeah. I have a question. I have another question. So, archaeology? No, no, no. It's not about archaeology. So did they tell you, or do you know now, what they were looking for in an actor in re- that would gel well with being for an escape room? So what were they looking for? Do you know what they were looking for? I'm assuming, uh, of course, improv uh, skills and that's why when they gave us the sides there was a, a, a part where you had to improvise in front of the camera during your self-tape and the other thing is I have an accent but maybe they thought it was fake and they probably thought oh that's useful to have an actor who can make accents but <laughs> that I have no idea it's my assumption uh, because the other actors that were hired at the same time um, many of them were able to do a Boston accent or different accents so I, I'm pretty sure they saw something exotic in my accent that would fit the uh, the uh, character of mystery that can es- uh, get that um, escape game has wow should have actually <laughs> also well no your improv skills are really good though so that's probably what they're looking at as well so how many you mentioned other actors how many other actors were there total do you think okay so uh, the first escape game I was hired to uh, act in uh, we were four actors for a show uh, but I think we were maybe 12 or 15 hired at the same time, at the very least. Wow. So in, in order to do a rotation. Wow. And yeah, so the, like there's 15 actors. And were any of them unionized at all? Or were all of you guys non-union? No, some were uh, union. Mm-hmm. I think they were ACTRA. Right. And I uh, don't think there's any conflict because it's not... St- yeah. stage and beside this is kind of a gray zone at the time when i was hired they hired actors but when i left they were hiring game masters oh. so i don't know if unions got their feet into that or it or they just they, they didn't want yeah for the drama for the american <laughs> listeners or any listeners who aren't familiar with the acting unions of Canada, ACTRA is the is the screen union, basically, for film and television and that sort of thing. And for your theater, it's Canadian Actors Equity Association, which isn't actually a union, I learned. It's just an association, but they act like a union. And so if you are a theater actor, you cannot do a show unless that theater company is authorized to pay union rates and and that sort of thing. So that's why, like, when you first start out acting, you don't want to do too many... You don't want to get into the union right away because it means you don't get experience because no one can afford to hire union actors right away sometimes. That was a big worry for us when we first started with ours because we didn't... It was a gray area because because our events didn't fall under a theatrical show, but it did require your skills. So it kind of fell under, sadly, probably mystery dinner theater. And I think that was okay for Actra and Equity. 
yes, one of her other actors, Josh, at the time was uh, was in Actra, and mm-hmm. so he he was the one who was like researching up the wazoo to make sure he could do <laughs> our show, and he found yeah. the murder mystery loophole that allowed us to you know keep him on. So yeah, you get hired, and you got hired onto one of the shows in which you were with multiple actors. Yes. So like, what was it like doing? What What was one of the main differences for doing from doing our events, which is like hugely large scale, to kind of scaling down to maybe I think at most sixteen people in the room? Uh, yes, exactly. Sixteen, I think, was the max. Although we sometimes had eighteen people mm-hmm. being squeezed in. <laughs> um. I'd say, well, it's it's totally different in terms of the spirit. Also, the thing is, when you, you do an escape with your friends that you really love and you only can spend time with them when you're working with them, because <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> they're so busy. We, we might have been discussing how long it's been since Errol has seen Babs, which might have been during the last train event. She's busy. We're all busy. Yeah, so, so it's for me, it's more like, Working with you guys, it's the party. It's fun. Yes, there's a a stress of wanting to put up a great show and a good show and to follow the instruction. But the the energy of it, the the, the rapidness of it too, um, mm. makes it like a big, big party event. Uh, whereas the other escape game, it's more of a day-to-day thing, but in a longer process. However, it's also very entertaining in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the chance with a, a game like that where I actually played three three shows per night. So it was kind of a um, seven to eight hour shift and three shows per night. You have the time to see patterns, to analyze people, see their reaction, try to guess who's going to do what, which team will be able to uh, make it through or not. And at one point, you, you almost expect or foresee what's going to happen. It's highly entertaining in a way like Big Brother and those reality shows are. <laughs> because you're, yes, you're acting and you're improvising, you're having fun with them, but there's this curiosity about human being and how they can think, analyze, how they perceive themselves. Um, sometimes it's very interesting and sometimes it's super sad. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about this sad. <laughs> so was was that a so that was a, a huge? I want to hear the sad. You want to hear the sad? Oh, no. Well, there was this game where it was kind of a chord. So thank God I didn't mention which one it was. Anyway, there's a coordinate thing where you have a kind of a game where you have to realize that, oh, it's coordinates. You have to place your thing there and you're going to get the password to open something up. And there's this woman, super nice and kind, maybe in her 50s, early 60s. She comes by the game and it's a complicated one. And she looks at it and she's like, oh, Maybe it's coordinates. Maybe if we take this and that, we'll get... But I'm stupid. It's probably not it. And she left. And I wonder what happened in her life to, to be a smart woman and get the game in a quick, quick, quick and then doubt herself so much that she doesn't even try. 
and leave mm. like how was your what happened to her to go to that point and how it affected all of her choices in life maybe she missed so many opportunities with that mentality it broke my heart i saw that and i'm i was just i i, I was speechless and she it was so sad so so did you direct her back uh well the, the, then the game went crazy and things went up i i, I didn't uh. i i was also in shock it took me like <laughs> time to recover what just what just happened mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and by then things happened and or i unfortunately um i've seen that way too often when there's a couple trying to figure things out and the men shutting down the woman mm. <laughs> that actually had it right in the first place and then the guy figure it later how to do it and gets all the credits that's thank god it's not the majority but sometimes it happens and being a woman i feel for that but i've seen lots of women also directing everyone and nobody can move and speak unless they have the agreement actually <laughs> my best friend <laughs> my best friend from ottawa and i love her to death she, she we've been friends forever we even do like trips of anniversary like a friendship anniversary so she came for the first time in my escape one of my escape game the the, the one that you guys Sorry. played we, we were together the uh anyway we won't and she comes and she was the worst client i ever <laughs> had She was bossy, bossing around people because you know when you have groups like that, that 10 people or eight, they're not, it's not necessarily the same group. So it was not a group of friends. There were people that were not, they were just joined in. And she was bossing everyone around. <laughs> she was angry because it was not her type of game. Oh, she, no. why, why do we have... She was freaking horrible to everyone <laughs> and myself. You know, I tried to distract her because I can improvise in my character and have fun with her. Nothing worked. Wow. Nothing. <laughs> and then after the escape game, she's like, I didn't like it too much. I said, well, you know, you were a very tough client. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still friends with her, right? Of course. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and she's hopefully still my best. she won't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, she knows. She knows. I told her she was very <laughs> oh, that's good. She knew. You're a good friend. You're upfront about how horrible she was. <laughs> you need more friends like that. People need more friends like that. But it's true. You also... We're an actor and you were a game master for a game that we were we mm -hmm. were all in. The Divas, E4G, mm -hmm. there was a bunch of us. And uh, were we the second worst clients? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you can say, come on, you're, we're friends. You know, you can you can be upfront with us as well. No, you it guys were very so. organized. <laughs> Feel, it felt like everyone has a ta had a task in your team and you knew, like, y y we could feel the uh, efficiency and your team that was e4g definitely leader and the the uh the thing is you you use you corrected yourself you say game master and that game was more of a game master than an actor mm -hmm. uh, because i was i was alone as an actor in the room and you you had to control the group and to bring the group from one room to the other as well as being an actor so yeah, maybe the term game master fitted better for that game. You had mm. no interaction with other actors, so it made it very weird in a way. Mm -hmm. And not as fun. I'd say it's better when you, so for you, if you're going to do other escape games, it's fun to have 
other actors to bounce off. Yes, sometimes clients or, or participants will go in the realm or, or like in the fantasy of the time frame you are, the, but sometimes they just don't get it. So <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you're trying to have fun, like well, for the train one. I don't yeah. know if you remember. <laughs> I was trying to um, to pass information in like in. in in an immersive yeah and in, in, in a way that like, you know, I talked to the, the, the person and I tried to pass a secret in her scarf or something and the person like doesn't just she says oh is that the clone <laughs> yeah, I was trying to do it on the download we're having fun here but okay no <laughs> I was actually gonna ask about that so like on average you know what what percentage I guess of of teams or players or clients as as you call them uh what percentage of them more get into an actor being in the room and and kind of play off of your character and you know what percentage are kind of nervous about having a character to interact with in the room it's a very tough question because we only see a, a sample of, of group and the groups are you know sometimes you get bachelorette parties and then sometimes mm. you get office team building activity so I, I would never have a complete picture. It would be hard for me to say that, but mm-hmm. I'd say for sure uh, the escape games where I was working, um, they were advertising to the tourism tourist industry. So you had lots of people that are not escape gamers like you guys are. They're mm-hmm. not experts. Mm-hmm. Um and I'd say part of that population, if they're more manual, like my brother, he's he, he doesn't like theater. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna, you know, go and sleep in front of the. Th- he, he's, he doesn't go, mm-hmm. but he came to the escape game, and he had a blast because it used his brain to logistically, strategically <laughs> solve issues. So part of those people would like the game even though they're not even players, and part of the population that don't care for the games or they're, they're more human or more social, they just, sometimes they don't even play. They just come and have fun with you. And All fun. So um, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you the percentage. Uh, often when we start a game, you have more gamers and experts because they're looking for the next great thing. But then as... as when it's running for more than a couple of months, then you start having those tourists coming in. But I call them tourists, but it can be can be local. It's just people. Any that of the mainstream audience. Yes, don't mm. mainstream do audience. Rooms. And that's where you get a variety of of people. And I think actors bring something to help those people that don't care for the games to enjoy their evening or their mm-hmm. their day. Have you found from within the mainstream audience? Do you find people too nervous to talk to you, or do you do they warm up to you eventually? Uh, it's like during improv night. It's oh, the same yeah. thing. Some people don't want you to go and bring them on stage. <laughs> you can see their you, you can see it usually by their nonverbal uh, <laughs> positioning against you, the eye going like, "Oh no!" and they, they just tense up. And you have always this person that screams or make jokes while you're actually doing the scene and there's important information. Errol, Errol. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure I listened. <laughs> I do. I was listening to Babs. Did I listen to you during our game? I'm pretty sure I did. I, 
kind of wanted to go back to a term that you used, which I haven't actually heard used for players yet, which are clients. I thought that was cool. Was that something the escape room uh, kind of, you know, that was how they phrased players was as clients rather than even customers or, or just players? Um, to be honest, I don't remember. It came to me because I think the management would use that term more mm -hmm. than than the actors per se mm -hmm. or coordinators for that matter mm -hmm. but to be honest i'm not sure i don't remember do you have any other like real questions <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm gonna ask like a dumb question not really a dumb question i'm just wanting to know like what was like the worst experience was, you've ever oh okay you know i was gonna ask you know my questions and maybe you had important ones to get but anyway the worst have, do you have like really horrible stories <laughs> i i think i've been very lucky both in terms of who i was working with and uh the the actual players but there there is one instance where you we had this couple of really rich people that had probably nothing to do Uh, and decided to come over to play the game, they obviously either took a substance to be very hyper or were just naturally really happy in life and very speedy. Um, and they just couldn't care less about the acting and the, the situation. They would go into rooms to have um, in intimate relationships Oh, and, what? Um, with each other or other players? With each other. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> That's good. Good to know. And uh, yeah, I found them in a one corner. I'm like, okay, well, the game is upstairs now. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you know what? We don't care. And they just zoomed and went from another exit and they left. And we were like, what, 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 what do we do? Just, mm -hmm. what? And so we, we made sure, we sent a security agent to make sure that the, those person left in a way that appropri was appropriate and yeah. not continue whatever they were doing. Uh, that was so weird. And they, yeah. Yeah. It's just half of what happened that night. But <laughs> yeah. hope that wasn't me and my wife. That was <laughs> <not> <laughs> I give your wife more credit than that. <laughs> also not rich, so. so there we go. That's the clincher. <laughs> not rich. You're not rich. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So in those kinds of situations, like at what point do you have a line at which you step out of character or do you try and stay in character as much as possible? Well, as I said, I've been personally I've been very, very lucky. I've never had to date that's I've never had to say that's enough you know mm -hmm. uh stop it or we'll take action against you so i i'm assuming you have to break character if something happened if somebody's touching someone or doing or saying something that's very inappropriate but that never happened wow. in when i was that's there that's good that's good yeah. people are decent yes. mm -hmm. <laughs> to an extent <laughs> So what was so yeah? So we've we've talked about your worst experience. Let's talk about the, the positive. The positive. What was yes. what was one of your favorite experiences as an actor in an escape room? Oh man, there's this actor that I don't think I ever said it to him, but I think he's very good, like very convincing. He's one of the best actor I've ever seen, mm. and um, 
he was so good it's, he scared me sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but at one point I was able to improvise and he was so surprised with what I improvised he came back after the, the, the show about the game and said Babs that was really good <laughs> and oh that pleased me but there's also oh, there's so many good moments that's hard to pick one um, so there was this game where you the, the one that you have only one actor and one person is behind the screen and see what's going on right in the mm-hmm. room just to make sure the actor is safe because you're alone in a room that's locked <laughs> with customers or participants right, not actually locked but not actually locked but you know in a tight space and as a woman if you have 12 guys around and there's mm-hmm. you know one exit that you have to manipulate to open up it's good to know that there's somebody looking that makes sure that everything is right mm-hmm. so sometimes <laughs> when people are in a corner of the room some actors knowing that they've been seen by the camera they just do funny things you have, oh. you have this um, comedian, another actor that I really loved. is so funny. He would just slowly look at the camera like a, a very scary look. While other players, they don't see him, right? They, they have their back at him. And he just, he just raised slowly his arms, slowly, slowly, until somebody turns around and he acts like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so funny. Anyway, it's just funny to see that on the camera. He's looking at the camera. <laughs> anyway, it's the actors, improvisation, jokes coming up. I love. I used to love to do that to say, to to scream like I, I would see something special, and people are like, "What? What? What? There's a secret!" I'm like, "Oh, I love your ring." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a cool ring. It's like this one here. Look at that. It's like made out of wood. I think I've seen this before. It reminds me of a Zelda heart. Okay, so no one can see that. <laughs> this is an audio <laughs> medium, but Babs is wearing a cool ring. So that's cool. You can actually do stage pranks, basically, even with yeah. the players in amongst you. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so much fun. Super fun. Do you have any players that try to make you crack? Of course. Apart, apart <laughs> from Errol. Of Wait, did course. Did I try to make you crack? I don't remember. No, I think you I were pretty tame. I'm a good player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good audience member. Uh-huh. <laughs> and no one believed that. The end. Oh, <laughs> uh, one, one thing that I love too is when we had fake guns. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, we were even trained because. Um, well, you probably know, Manda, but for, for, for actors, if we're going to use uh, firearms, even though they're faked, you have to have a special training to ensure the safety of everyone. And also those arm, arms, they, they, they look so real, they have to be secured because somebody could potentially just steal it mm. and, and make a real crime with it because it's convincing. And there I was in an escape game being paid at learning how to handle fake firearms, I was like, life is good. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the, the, what's great about escape games in general, and you probably will agree, what, well, I guess it depends on the taste of the, the participant, but what I like is to be immersed in an environment that looks real but foreign. Like uh, pan- uh, was it pandemic or something like that? We were. It looked like you you were in a, a post 
apocalyptic war with beds and blood on the wall. So, so the environment is so weird. When I was hired to that that uh, company, they staged it so well. I felt like I was uh, Colonel Mustard in Clue. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. Each room is just like whoa. Yes, the the set dressing. Fakes. Yeah, it's just wow. Yeah. It's like, even if you're not an actor, you have the chance to be in, in a, on a stage or in a, in a play. Mm -hmm. I remember our game with you, and I remember interacting with you. <laughs> at, at, at one point, I had nothing to do. I was good, though. I was good. <laughs> We're in puzzle mode at some point. So, like, it was, it's a big room. It requires a lot of people. But at one point, I was sitting there kind of bored. Um, because everyone else was was occupied with all the other mm -hmm. puzzles, and so we broke the occupancy rule for enthusiasts, which is if you're <laughs> enthusiasts, you go at half the number of the suggested amount. And we were, it was there were twelve people and twelve enthusiasts. I didn't know. Is were there twelve of us? Well, well, that's our personal that's rule our first, yeah. because okay. usually you can you can manage it as enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. But we didn't want... This was a public ticketing system, so we didn't want to risk other randoms coming in and taking the other spot. So we... We asked if there were 12 of us. Yes, there were. We pulled in 12. Oh. And, yeah. And so I was I was sitting there, and with, with little else to do, I decided the best thing to do would be to talk to Babs. <laughs> but, of course, I can't talk to Babs. I had to talk to her character. And that was a lot of fun because <laughs> it was just like all right let's see what's what babs will do but one of the things i also noticed was was when we were down a very clearly wrong path uh for a puzzle answer and you could see the wheels turning in your head while you were trying to figure out how to steer us away without giving it away. Mm -hmm. And so, so was that a big learning curve for you trying to figure out like hinting for puzzles is, is a difficult thing to determine, especially if you're right there, you don't want to like, you know, give too much to a player, like, because they might want to solve it, but at the same time, you don't want them to get frustrated. And it, it, that's, that's the art of the job is <laughs> how to give a hint within the context of the world that that is ima imagined and make it fun <laughs> and subtle yeah. but yeah so that was very hard and that's something that with many actors is is easier because then we pass on the tricks that people found and we we would help each other in that way so are they generic tricks? Or are they tricks that you would need to know for a particular game? Or what kind of advice did they give you? Or you would pass on? Okay, well, um, the both games that I've done, they were, they were creating them when I was hired. So we were experiencing them. We were trying to find ways. So we had to come up with the solutions to the problems or um, help the designers figure different ways if it was not working but what when i guess one of the toughest thing is when is the puzzle not functioning are the actors not doing their job mm -hmm. mm. and and then it's the it's a fine art of figuring out so that's why having different actors doing the same role helps because then people you, you can say okay the problem is really the puzzle because they've there's five actors five of them had an issue with this helping out the client or the, 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 the participant. 
figure out the puzzle. Yeah, I always blame the escape room designer. It's the puzzle. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. Hey, I usually make the puzzles, so if there's a problem, it's my fault. I'm not blaming the actors. So this must have... You did three shows a night. That must have taken an immense amount of energy. Because you had a full-time job, too, right? Yes. At the time? For real yes. actors, how many shows did they do? Yeah, for, like, was that the standard? Like, the actors would do seven, yes. eight-hour like shifts? For a, a real actor, for a real actor, a show might be two hours, but you get an intermission, you get a little breather, you get, like... And it's just one? The 15 to 20 minutes to yourself, and... Is it just one show a night? Hmm? Is it one, one show? show a night? Uh, it depends if you did a fringe or things like that. I've, yeah. I've done two shows in a yeah. day. Yeah, but it's often it's a late afternoon and then an evening. For instance, our event doing doing the three events straight in a row that's that's not normal. No, <laughs> that's very Actually, energy yeah. consuming. Yes, it is very energy consuming because you, you have also the, when you do a normal show, a normal show like a stage show, uh, you don't necessarily interact with the people. Mm-hmm. Even in improv, you, you're on stage and improvising. Yes, it's lots of energy, but you're not necessarily bringing the people in and bringing a stranger in, entertaining them, making sure they do accomplish what they have to accomplish takes a lot of energy. Uh, that's why most of the actors were a bit younger on the younger side. And I personally, it was the best job I ever had. I had so much fun. Half Really acting, scripted, half improv. Hanging out with young people. <laughs> really young and handsome people. <laughs> I didn't have to lead you there. You were, you were heading straight for it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the only way I was able to quit that job was because at one point I, I, I entered my availability wrong in the system. So they didn't schedule me for three weeks. And then I had Ooh. time to do my laundry, to <laughs> speak to my friends, <laughs> and then to watch TV. I was like, whoa, I'm happy right now. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I decided, well, that was the best job I ever had. But at one point, I have to make a decision. Do I, have, do I want a better quality of life or do I want the best job ever that's... Let's face it; it's um, close to the minimum salary. Mm-hmm. Um, w- so, yeah, I was gonna ask. We can edit this out if we if we decide to. But because we have a lot of owners listening as well, they're always curious about costs and mm-hmm. pay. So, yes, the pay was basically minimum wage to do. Yeah, this? just a, a couple of dollars more than minimum wage. Yeah, uh, no benefits at all. Um, mm-hmm. Often asked to wear. Uh, you know, dress from the 40s or the uh, things. It, it was comfortable, but sometimes they, you know, you. Oh, you it was your own to, clothes? Uh, no, 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 oh, okay. no, no, no. Good. We, <laughs> clothes were provided, but still, you know, you had sometimes to. The shoes they provide has a heel, and I don't know if you know, but uh, those are torture machines. Yeah, yeah, I do know. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you should. You should try them out, no. Erilyn. Try to walk in our shoe. Uh, event one day <laughs> I would but uh, actually no don't we just should not impose that to anybody to wear no high heels it's just no i know they're historically accurate but you know yeah yeah i was impressed actually yeah i think you wore heels the night that we were with mm. you and i was like oh those look uncomfortable 
Yeah. But still, dressing up, that's fun. Oh, yes. When I was shopping for that, the, 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 the 1950s uh, look. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, the dresses. That was awesome. <laughs> I had a blast. Oh, that's awesome. But also working with younger colleagues. <laughs> just, 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 just. Okay, your your mind went okay. right there, oh, but oh, yeah, hold your on, mind hold was on. There too. <laughs> I was about to say I had the best dress, and I had it, it was so sexy, so beautiful. And uh, an actor, one of the young actors, decided to be nice to so everyone. I said, "Oh, I'm gonna wash the the clothes because the company was not able to to wash them fast enough. It started to smell, hmm. and uh, he did not know about dry clean. Oh no! Yeah, so." That was nice dresses. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Oh, so do you guys sometimes get stank then in your costumes? Like oh, if it was, yeah. oh no. Yeah. Well, you know, that's actress life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I had to wear a dress for three weeks straight once without <laughs> washing it, and it was we the actors. We all had to like hug each other in a scene, and it was oh. we couldn't even get near each other. We were. Just <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. So anybody that wants to be an actor, he's, 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 he's just but every, horrible. Every, every producer or owners of Escape Game, make sure you have in your budget money for replacement, uh, especially T-shirts or, or, or mm. you know where you're sweating a lot, right? Think yeah. about that then on your budget. <laughs> how how long of a break did you get in between shows? I don't remember. Oh, hmm. <laughs> but it was so much fun. Oh, so it didn't matter. Blast. I remember we had to run to get if we didn't have bring our lunch. Mm. It was you had to have, make a quick run for for lunch because you can you didn't have an hour. That's for sure. I don't yeah. remember mm. how long it was. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did you have yeah. to help it, reset the games? We resetted the games. Nobody would do it. We reset. So each actor was responsible for a room, for example. Mm. And once we were done our room, we were we had to go help everybody out oh, wow. until all the reset was done. Okay. So I guess that's why one of the reasons they probably changed the rule to game master yeah. rather than actor because <laughs> yeah, you were true. you're giving hints, you're resetting the room. Yeah. You're, you're basically a game master who can act for sure, sure. as opposed to an actor who's game mastering. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and uh, they they had to create lists of things to reset because uh, especially uh, new employees when you come in and there's so many things to think about um, and little details too like thing gets worn out mm. and it gets easier for uh, players to figure out oh well that's that book it's so used right <laughs> sometimes change the book uh, or apply a coating of, of paint or so we had to do that as oh, well okay yes okay yeah and so when things go long, wrong like that in the room, and they do inevitably, mm-hmm. some tech won't run or respond or a prop might break. Um, how difficult is it for you to, like, you, you, do you try to stay in character and find oh, yes. a creative way to yes. talk your way around it? Yes. I think there was something tech-wise that wasn't quite working for us and you were just making up a monologue and <laughs> to, like, pass the time while oh, yes. the tech we, was figured out. We have to do that. Uh, what helped, so in, in the two escape games I was hired for, one of them had a floating actor, which was a blessing. So basically, the, that actor would make the introduction, bring the group to the room, and then the other actors would take over and bring the, 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 
the players where they needed to go, but that actor job was not done. He would go and, and improvise and fix things. If something was wrong, if the actor would say, okay, well, I think my magnet uh, is not functioning or something fell and it's, it, the mechanism is not working, then that actor can go out because he's not bound to that room, can go out, make a quick fix or call for help and then come back and, and, and help out. So that was very, very useful. Whereas the other room, the actor is alone and the only way to get in communication with the uh, person in the camera, it's just to, to when the players are not looking, <laughs> go and speak. And sometimes they're in the washroom and oh. <laughs> they're planning, right? Oh. Are they chatting with someone? I don't know. <laughs> we, we, but we had, uh, for that uh, role, we had a walkie-talkie too, which was a blessing. But I want, because at one one time, maybe that's probably the, the, not the most horrible because it was not like uh, frustrating or angriness. It was more dangerous. Uh, we had a flooding. Oh. But oh. we had electrical equipment that was really close to the floor. And I was alone with the people in the room and I'm, I'm trying to communicate with the team like, flood, I'm, I'm making signs to the camera, they're not doing anything. So I had to get out of the room while the players were still having fun, contact with the, the, the walkie-talkie. We have a problem, 911, come yeah. down. And th when they came, they, they, the, 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 the manager decided to come because at, at first they didn't see it from the camera. Right. It's flood, so the water doesn't show. And uh, I kept insisting, you 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 have to come we're in danger and when they came they stopped the game but yeah. I, I i should have probably made the decision myself mm -hmm. um i it was kind of the beginning when we were testing the game i was like what, what, what the? but yeah. the actor the the players thought it was oh it's awesome the water is rising so <laughs> 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 <That> immersive <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so the, the uh, I guess I guess they they took care of the flood then and everything. Yeah. Was so that a what they did is that they they I think they gave uh, like a free entrance for all the participants because we they didn't complete the game we stopped it it was too dangerous. Yeah. And uh, access to another escape game and and then we uh, all the equipment uh, electrical equipment was put higher up and I, they fixed the, whatever that was yeah. leaking. You also um, did some stuff behind, like you were also behind the scenes too, operating a camera sometimes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So what was like, what was that like? You know? Oh, it was so much fun too. <laughs> 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 because people don't know that they're being watched. And oh. whereas when we're in the, you, you still got this big broader feeling when you're in the room as an actor with the people, but you get it even better when you're behind the the <laughs> the screen, right? They're all your puppets. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, but it's like a, a friend of mine didn't tell me he was coming to play an escape game where he knew I worked, and I see him on the screen with a girl. I'm oh, <laughs> that's why. Um. So you you're using it to catch up on your friends and spy on them now. <laughs> and there was once a TV um, TV series star that came to do the escape game, and I was behind the video as well. It's like, oh, he's actually very good, you know. <laughs> It was interesting. 
Oh, that's fun. So if if given the chance, you would act in an escape room again. Oh, yes. Yeah. 100%. You mentioned that you were hired at the time that they were creating the rooms. Did you yes. get much of a say in the creation of your character? Or or did you have input in that? Uh, we did have input. Uh, however, there's limitation, right, in terms of the design of the games and what, what can happen. Um, at the beginning, we were all creative and the idea was to have different endings, but then the logistic and, and also the learning for the actors, it became quite clear that all this great creativity had to be tamed to fit the the format and 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 different actors coming in and out so yeah in our games mad pants always gives a huge background uh write-up mm. for each character did you do you also get that huge large background write-ups for your characters uh yes and no so yes for some characters and sometimes the background was about the era in which we were um, not necessarily the characters. So the, the first escape game, there was real character, real, real people uh, that existed in the 1920s. It was super interesting to read about them and what might have happened. And the other was basing the, 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 the storyline uh, on real facts. Same thing, the second one was also based on real things uh, that happened in this place. It was I, I didn't know about that and it's war stories and so exciting. But the character was totally fictive, uh, fictitious, fictional. Yeah, fictional. Yeah. Cool. So were there were there's okay. Knowing you, Babs, was there any moment where you were told to hold back on your? <laughs> were you ever too enthusiastic in your characterization? <laughs> uh... Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> it did happen. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly at the beginning when I was just like going grand and, you know, well, you know, you just have to do this. Again. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> we learned. <laughs> no, Babs and I, when we're on stage, I think the last time we were on stage, it was, I remember Leaf telling us like, okay. Like, yes. Cool it. <laughs> Yes. Tone it down a bit, guys. I, I was told, you know, Babs, you um you don't speak to people, you speak with people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I'm learning. I've been there. <laughs> that's that's an interesting comment. I like I guess yeah, it's it's I guess it's important to recognize the players as characters as as well almost. It's I that'd be hard. That'd be a hard shift to make seeing the uh the players as not just an audience yeah yeah definitely in fact they're the main players they're the main characters so and all the players are all side characters Mm. so so you have to give all those cute ones the spotlight babs yep (laughs) (laughs) and also those that doubt themselves yes Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) how yeah how do you encourage people who doubt themselves Oh, sometimes I would just interject, like intervene when the, 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 like the person says, oh, no, you're, you're not right. Maybe she is. Let her think. <laughs> <laughs> you just come in there and you have to say something. If you're not interrupted by the, 
the, the thing is when you come to the last uh, often the last 10 seconds everything go crazy so you cannot interject anymore do you have to manage mm -hmm. the group people sometimes they trample because they want to run it's just, mm -hmm. but if it's not during that period yes i would totally <laughs> I'd, and even my I, I get angry, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. she's like, no, you can do it. Let her do. Let him do what he needs to. Yeah. But I, my best friend was a bit harder too. <laughs> Echo gets mad at us. Yes, she does. Echo gets mad at us. Yes. Because she usually says things and none of us listen to her. <laughs> Ouch. I listen to her. Yeah. Oh, no. Remember that one time where so maybe it's this. Maybe it's this. And nobody listened to her. I don't think I was there. Well, usually it's followed up by, I told you so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or nobody was listening to me. Once. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I think. Oh, Anyone else have any? Uh, yeah, uh, just one. I was kind of saving this question. So what piece of advice would you give to somebody who wants to kind of get a job like this or to do their job better? Well, first, make sure you're someone who can improvise. That's the key. When people do something wrong and you want to redirect them to the right spot and not break character, you need to think on your feet. And you have to make sure, too, that you take it as what it is. It's a game. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. fun. If you don't succeed in explaining properly, then laugh at it and, and consult other actors and make sure that it's, it's, it's easy. Um, make sure, not that it's easy, but make sure that you get information to make it easier for the next time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but play, have fun. This it's if you have fun, the the players will have fun. When you take it too seriously, I've seen actors like, well, you should have gone there and seen that. No, well, okay, we skipped the line. You know what? Doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> yeah, we were not totally in your character there because you should have said, well, you know what? The character was tired, like I am right now. <laughs> uh, it's almost midnight, so let it go. Uh, <laughs> Well, you were speaking French to, to the person. Yeah, well, sometimes it happens. I forgot that I'm speaking English, but I'm supposed to speak English. It, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, just and roll gonna have, yeah. Oh, man, that could be a puzzle. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, no, she's speaking French. No, what do we do? <laughs> oh, shameful Anglophones. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Babs, for coming in. Thanks, Babs! <laughs> it was my pleasure. I'm so glad I've had the chance to meet you again. I have time with my friends. We see each other. And, and, and we won't mention that we actually live like not even five minutes away no. from each other. Yeah, I know. <sighs> busy times. Yes. Busy times. But that's just fueling us to meet more in the future yes and to hopefully you will be part of our events again if if ever one comes up yes i think please. we're looking at a jail right now so <laughs> oh i thought exciting. we were looking at a theater oh, oh. Um, yeah i'm getting an email contact so they're fine the person cool. who was supposed to get it for me is finally back from their vacation and bab's gonna be a french archaeologist <laughs> in a jail <laughs> in a jail okay maybe she can be a french archaeologist guard Maybe the jail is the archaeology site. Yes. There you go. Oh. 
It's Shawshank Redemption is digging a hole and then founds artifacts. There you go. <laughs> to get out. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. Uh, is there, do you have your own website at all where people can find you or? Not yet. Yay. Yes, I'm still in the 90s in my head. There's nothing on the internet. Uh, yeah, I have to work on that. Awesome. <laughs> get it up soon. <laughs> Actually, I had another question. Okay. We don't have to add it in. We can add it in before. Have you tried to look at other, you know, immersive kind of escape room uh, events that happen to apply? Or have you just been too busy? Because I can, I can know, I know that they take a lot out of you. Uh, I've, I, I applied to something different, but more real. Oh. Now I'm a standardized patient. So basically, I'm doing this kind of same thing. I have a text to follow. I have to improvise if needed. And it's people taking their medicine. They're like doctors oh. or nurses that are passing their test. They have to oh, see. Cool. Evaluators have to see how they interact with human beings. Mm -hmm. So you can be a patient, a fellow doctor, fellow nurse, and you, have, you get your script and you get all these things to remember about your condition and what's happening. It's real life. It's, again, a kind of a, a, a big brother thing, but with people that it's their life that's at stake, right? They're, mm -hmm. they're taking this test to, to, and it's important to them. It's it's such a great weird <laughs> experience. Yeah. I think back uh, a few years ago they used to do like the disasters around. Like I had a couple friends who were involved in that same kind of thing. It's a test, but it's in. Well, there was one in a subway station. It was a simulation of a wow. bomb that had gone off, mm. and so they. Uh, one of my friends. It was it was her friend, but I guess he. Uh, uh, know, one of the testers was this is just a quick story one of the testers he was supposed to be a schizophrenic guy and they had left him alone like they kind of went up to him quickly checked and ran off and the tester was and the evaluator was standing nearby and and went up to the actor and said like you want to steal an ambulance today <laughs> <laughs> So he actually, and so the, the tester came back and yeah, the actor had driven off in the ambulance with the evaluator because he said, they left you alone and who knows what can happen. <laughs> so wow. They don't do that. They don't do ones on those scales anywhere, I don't think, but. No, I haven't heard of that before, but yeah. I would totally be into it. <laughs> Sounds <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Babs, and we'll, we'll chat soon, I know. Yes. yes, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Room Escape Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. You can go to inversegenius.com to find other fun podcasts just like this Cockroach. one. You can also email Cockroach. us at roomescapedivas at gmail.com. Don't you dare. Cockroach. Sorry, not you, Mike. You can't just say cockroach and it's like, you know, triggering. <laughs> cockroach. <sighs> what is that? Anyway. What's, what what happened? Email us at... <laughs> <laughs> Here. Rubis, you can also email us at rubescapedivas. Oh, he tries to torture me while I do the outro and get me we to try crack. try to make her crack. And, and it's it's <laughs> easy it. when, he, when he has things like pincers coming at me. So um, you can also go to, yeah, email us at rubescapedivas at gmail.com. Go to the Facebook page, click the like button. And if you're using Twitter, you can use the hashtag redivas. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>